The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. I guess I'll add to ordinary time since we've been in the uh, season of Easter. Uh, But we start off with, in the uh, first reading, really one of my just most favorite readings. And it's just amazing. We We approach it and we see what what boldness Elijah has. Uh, he says, bring everyone, you know, 850 of the prophets of other gods. And he says, bring everybody, and let's have an equal test. And even to the point where, you know, he's taunting them when no fire comes down for their altar. Uh, maybe he's sleeping, try again, maybe louder. The boldness that he has. He goes on when it's his turn, and to actually build a trench, because he knows what he's going to do, and he says three times, dampen the wood, throw water on the wood, make it so it's just impossible to light. Just that boldness, the shock and awe, just the, uh, I love that. I mean, so many times you think, gee, why can't that be happening now? I, I think back to uh, the apostles John and James uh, when uh, Jesus was traveling to Jerusalem and the Samaritans wouldn't welcome him. He was, Jesus was not welcome. And John and James said, Jesus, do you want us to go and call down fire from heaven and burn them? Well, they went a different way. It wasn't time for fire and brimstone. But sometimes we look for that. That's what we want. And in our gospel reading, Jesus says, I came to fulfill the prophets. I came to fulfill what Elijah is really talking about here. Well, Uh, For those of you who get the uh, early morning uh, spiritual text message, yesterday it said uh, from G.K. Chesterton, therefore it is the paradox of history that each generation is converted by the saint who contradicts it most. And at the end of that it says, who is that for us? Who's the saint that contradicts the society we live in today? Well, I ran across, and I, I guess I've heard of it before, but 
the Basilica St. Uh, Bartholomew in the Tiber River, right inside the middle of Rome. Uh, back at the turn of the century, John Paul II commissioned a group to study the martyrs of the 20th century, just the martyrs of the 20th century. And they came up with 12,000, not all Catholic, Christian, witnesses of faith to God where there had either been uh, persecuted or martyred. 12,000 more saints in the 20th century than the 1900 years before. Made me start thinking about persecution is really this water, if we think about trying to relate this back to the story of Elijah, the water is the persecution on our beliefs and the desire not to be killed not to stand up for what we believe. That's the water. And when we think about the martyrs, that we, and we see more all the time, we see what's happening with that water in the Old Testament being lapped up. It grows stronger. The Christian beliefs that we have grow stronger over time. Elijah said, bring the people back to their senses. That's what's happening with martyrs and people that are standing up to persecution to say, no, these are the beliefs that are, lead us back to the Lord. This is what we need to be following. Uh, one of the saints that's in the basilica that was uh, uh, highlighted uh, is from uh, Germany, his blessed Franz Jägerstatter. Uh, he, was, he was alive during the time of Hitler's rise, and in his village, he was the only person to vote not to join uh, the Nazi uh, strategy and, and momentum that was going on. He was the only one early on. Uh, we know a lot about his thinking because he wrote, uh, and he wasn't restricted, he wrote a lot of letters to his wife. Um, he eventually was drafted and he was uh, forced to train, but he refused to serve. And he only grew stronger in his resolve. Uh, he had a dream, he wrote to his wife, um, that there was a, uh, he dreamed one night of a train that was going to hell. He asked himself, what must people of other beliefs think about us and about our Christian belief when we value it so little? That's what he lived by, and eventually that's why he was killed by the Nazis, because he refused to go along with the communistic rule that he was being forced to live within. In this church, uh, this basilica, uh, St. Bartholomew, there are six chapels. Uh, the new martyrs of Asia, Oceania, and the Near East, the new martyrs in Latin America, the new martyrs of Africa, 
the new martyrs of communism, the new martyrs of Nazism, and the new martyrs of Spain and Mexico. Six different chapels that saints are being added to still today. They're still being added, so the list grows. We saw what happened in Nigeria, the 50 people that were killed at a Catholic mass. What we're seeing is Jesus saying, I'm fulfilling the Old Testament. That concept of fire coming down on the altar is occurring in our church with standing up to our Christian beliefs, to the values that make us Catholic. And that's the beautiful part of what we see happening in the Old Testament and the New. There is fulfillment. It is shock and awe when we look at how incredible the faith that is growing in our community. And it's, we're called to be part of that, to stand up for our own challenges that come before us, to live our unique Christian values and beliefs and not back down. Let's stand.